A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the little voicemail of this podcast. Scam likely. We got our wedding voicemails back. They were so cute. We just listened to them. What a fun Mercury retrograde activity. Yes. That's a good one. I need to copy this for my wedding. I truly, I was just, as the fans know, I just got a whiteboard. I'm writing all the wedding stuff down and I need to add that to my list of. Yeah, I'm copying too. You should. It's it's really, so we decided to do it because we don't have like room for a guest book in our house because we just don't have space. So it's nice. You can also get a record made, like they'll make a vinyl record because I know you have a record player, right, Stevie? Oh, yeah. We have a record player. I just got a holder for each like now playing thing. The record area is really coming along. But as Lisa, we might have probably talked about in your wedding episode, but we said this cute vintage analog phone that you could record a message. 
And you could, I know I did too. Yours were both really cute. <laughs> yeah. Yours and Pablo's were really, Julia's was so cute too. A lot of people did one in the beginning and one in the end, which I really liked. Um, a lot of, you're going to get a lot of uh, family members that think they're really funny being like, I'm calling about your extended warranty. There, there were oh, too cute. many of those. Um, <laughs> scam likely. Yeah, There's- there were. There were plenty of scam likelies, but yeah, I'll send you the information. You could also probably do it yourself much cheaper, but it was just what did it record to it? um, It records to the phone. So like when you send Mm. it back, they extract your messages. They put them together. Mine was like a 40 minute thing. And then they also give you like each message. If you're like, oh, I just want the like this one or whatever. You can like send them to friends or keep them or whatever. Which sign? Which sign had the best, you know, message? Brendan did. Brendan did like 30. He probably did 10 minutes on that phone. Oh, my God. So and we were like cracking up because he would come on as a different comic that wasn't invited each time (laughs) and leave a message. And they're really funny. I mean, he's clearly very drunk. So that's also funny. Um, A lot of people left messages for Delhi. That was really fun. Everybody's were great, except for, you know, some of them are like people screaming and being you know mm-hmm. drunk or whatever we'll save the worst signs for the patreon so <laughs> that's a patreon exclusive patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast also i'm sure it's not coming through but i do have crest white strips on and i feel like i have to say that because uh if you're seeing me on video it looks very funny but i, I yeah i have white strips. i just have white strips on i just have to say it hey it's good got the and i'll get a text probably about 10 or 12 minutes into so you'll hear you'll know the mark of time by me when they come out a little more normal notice my normal voice is anything but but (laughs) 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 it's not fully there sound Um, off in the comments if you can hear when stevie's white strips come out (laughs) (laughs) please you know this is very this is a community space so i just want you to let us know when you hear my teeth foam cease to stop foaming the girls went out last night. This is a this is a fun yeah, tweet. Where it's it like was so a much tweet. Fun. I just said a weird tweet. I, I do have white shirts. This is a weird tweet. Julia was clowning last night. It was so good. It was in a clown show. You were the like, best one. It was so you fun. won. You actually did win. Yeah, you did. You ranked. It was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I uh, I haven't had a show or like a performance like that in a long time. And it felt great. Me and Pablo were talking about because Pablo went with me and he was like, I'm excited to see Julia. I've been seeing Julia and Lisa do stand up since tw- 2018 when we went to the Chicago oh fucking yeah. podcast. Fest. And I know you've done shows since, but it it was just like, oh, right. Like going out and supporting, supporting the girlies. But the clown show is very if anyone hasn't been to one. You know, it's a little more experimental, so, which was it was fun to see everybody pushed out of their comfort zones. And it felt very appropriate for Gemini Mars time as well, where it's like, well, just be weird. Okay, go. <laughs> I I do feel very um excited about Gem- it does feel like the the threshold into Gemini Mars into <laughs> take a shot, Q4, uh oh into <laughs> the shadow, into everything upcoming. Um, because I have Chiron and Gemini in the ninth house. And I think like 
doing something for the first time in public, which is what I did last night at that clown show. Although I have been to a show here. I am Capricorn mooning and, uh, you know, explaining, explaining my pedigree. Um, but I had never taken the class. I've never done this kind of performance before. Uh, and typically doing that in front of my dearest friends, uh, and people I know is like my absolute worst nightmare. I hate learning in public. I hate, uh, having to have like a first thing. And it was so, cool and it went so well and I had such a good time and I was so happy everyone was there it was like a transcendent experience that I was not expecting and hell yeah and now you're a clown I'm a clown clown. I am a fucking clown though I do feel like (laughs) initiated like very much like the fool card or Unaspected like, sun is yeah. is very is very clown. Yeah, I am I am for sure clown. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was a really really good show, and it was re- and it was just yes, it was a good exercise in uncomfortability, and you're a natural at it. I think it's just it's funny those things we think about ourselves, right? Because I think of you as very adaptable and spontaneous, but of course you know that you do have that cat mood in there that does want to be. Good. What did your, I felt like because the teacher guy or the guide, if you will, had like burns and roasts for everybody about their insecurities. What was yours? Uh, <laughs> you something about the Steve class? being there and like having yeah. done the show or being likable or something like yeah. it, was, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, too, that that whole environment was saying that this is going to be bad uh, a lot, it, which is a very freeing space because a lot of comedy shows are bad but you don't you can't say that like yeah or as openly where there was like no 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 this is gonna if we get something good that's miraculous so hooray for us which I think that is how art does go like most art is horrible yeah. and then you're you're lucky you get to siphon out a nugget of good and then when the good's there keep doing it and as the as the teacher leader said and then get out once you've done something great you know like you don't yeah. Don't ruin, leave on a high note and don't ruin the good stuff that you just cultivated. So mm-hmm. well, there was just a lot of interesting lessons. Yeah. In this stupid, stupid clown show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is like the, you know, celebrating and and relishing in the attempt in the like in the mm. this is isn't it also funny that we're actively trying to make something good because it's so hard to do or whatever? Not that you yeah. should at least in like art in performance in a thing and there is something kind of like absurd about a thing that is already like life itself is miraculous the fact that we like breathe and we don't have to think about it every second of the day is like pretty fucking magical and cool and then we're also like we should be doing art or doing money or doing whatever (laughs) like (laughs) we're all clowns We are straight up clowns. And the idea too of it being for the audience pleasure, it's like the concepts of people pleasing even or doing what you think you should do to get the laugh or to entertain. And the thing you think that's funny is probably not. (laughs) And then the thing that you accidentally do with your body is the funny thing. Yeah. It was it was a really good time. Oh, I was flying. I was soaring. So I was just I just felt it was a good the clown energy was strong. Yeah, it was so much fun. And then we went out for drinks after it was cool. We had a great, I mean, I had a great night. I love a Monday. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I do too. I I, love Monday. I love a Monday out 
I know. Well, I know we declared Friday. We're going to have Friday. Like I'm, I'm so here for this, this yeah. speaking the ritual and speaking into the intention. Just, I'm just, uh, I'm just having a great what's your sign summer. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. We've had a lot of good activities and it, and only more to come. Oh yeah. <laughs> speaking well, of reflecting. I know. And- I was like, speaking of more to come. Also, at the same time, I had the best had the best day yesterday. And then today I've just been like an apps just on fire, ready to just ready to fight anybody. It's been no joke already. We've had like power outages here at the house and stuff. I've lost internet. Yeah, it's been like, okay, you're here. I get it. Mm -hmm. Yep. I do think, you know, we'll get into the stats, but I do think this this classic uh, air to earth retrograde that we've been experiencing feels very um i like the I like the thinking of the thing back to the doing of the thing seems to be a constant theme that we keep experiencing that just made me think the elemental switch being hard and going back and forth and it made me think of like um getting on and off because we've been doing a lot of water sports recently, like getting on and off of things or transitioning from being like in the water and then having to walk on the sand and how just like a moment ago you had no worries. And now all of a sudden you're just like covered in sand and you have to like get in a car and think about getting all of this like earth off of you thinking of that. Yeah. And I think, I don't know with Libra stuff, I Libra just uh, Mercury just went into Libra not too long ago. And then it's going to jump back into Virgo and then, you know, back to Libra. But I, I do feel like there's we're thinking of like the serenity and balance and peace, you know, drink, 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 all the very obvious key words with Libra. But I think it does really come up, especially, you know, you mentioned Q4, this sort of like feeling like the end or the end of this calendar year is coming near. And then what do we need in that Virgo sort of sense to actually feel the peace like peace is peace and serenity is like an awesome concept but where do we invest that virgo sort of mental energy or verbal energy or just i don't i i think this mercury retrograde has dare i say like healing vibe there feels like there's like a real opportunity to because that libra is so well-intentioned and that virgo i don't i think of libra and virgo as signs that really do care and they really do want everything to be nice (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that sounds maybe boring but i think that that's really sweet when so many other signs historically do want to like shake things up or like restart or like pull the rug or like have something be this where i think libra and virgo are so main they like to maintain and i think that that's like a strong suit that it's you know you had the high of yesterday and it's it's hard to maintain you know the high and and then the crashes can feel so crashy too so yeah i think there's a lot of giving ourselves grace and space to seek the things that make us feel good but also know that that's that's so hard the daily stuff of virgoness i think too with these two signs it is like it's that start of the end of the year thing that we've been talking about in previous episodes and so i think like we all feel like we've been going too fast everybody i've talked to feels like they're overworked and like not getting to spend time on the things they want to do because something else gets in the way or whatever. And so it's like, yeah, we need, we need a rest time. We need like a reset. We have to slow down and like do our best to catch up on stuff that we 
those uh i think in that previous episode stevie i think you were you were talking about like balls uh crystal balls and plastic balls it's like oh yes trying to catch the ones that break or whatever and it's like now it's time to go and like pick up the plastic ones that are like scattered all over the floor and start juggling again Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's time to revisit some of the stuff that got away from us because we were busy and we were doing this and we were traveling so um i just i think it's maybe much needed Mm mm-hmm and I think it's just the the grace. I think you said grace and space, Stevie. I think that's a good like grace with yourself while you adjust to all of these things. Like it is the it is much needed, and that still doesn't necessarily make make it feel um, welcome. It still is that like frustrating. Now I'm thinking of what Earth to Air is, and it's like a sandstorm or something like that, where like a bunch of stuff is like getting in your eyes or whatever, like that sort of thing, where it's like it's just kind of frustrating and a lot coming at you. Um, but I think that that like Libra Virgo is really potent in terms of it being healing and in terms of it being um, like generative not necessarily pleasurable but productive i guess and and not in a capitalism like you know we have to be coming up with things that are profitable productive but in terms of like fixing a thing like today i had a very frustrating customer service thing where it was like i just they apparently got rid of a phone number and so they kept sending you to a website and my every time i went to like click on more it just kept sending me back to the same beginning thing over and over and over again and I like searched how do you find a support person and I finally was like I'm tweeting at them I'm so mad I'm gonna be like hey how do you hey how do you talk to your support I'm so frustrated but I wasn't like you guys suck whatever I didn't like whatever I was just like I genuinely just want to know the answer how can I be both angry and also still be like moving towards the solution which is to like fix the problem it's not to perpetuate the problem or make more or whatever it's like to to solve it and turned out it was my fault I needed to clear my cash it's like another so mercury retrograde like hit you on the bonk you on the head obvious to me where it's like oh and I had a software update I hadn't done and these kinds of things where it's like yeah that was that's you you're you're fucking full you need to you need the trash emptied in your own brain and in your stuff it's not other people not doing their thing it's you no that just it just reminds me and maybe it's my i don't know my like slow taurus at my core which i have a lot of fastness too but and maybe it's also being partnered with someone with a lot of virgo placements who it's like it's so easy for virgos in its virgo season still you know it's so easy for virgos to get annoyed <laughs> like and just at the stuff that is everyday annoyances. And I think this, maybe it's because of the Gemini Mars stuff and I know how easy it is to, for things to get under our skin and be irritating. I feel like I'm for the first time in my life being like, let it go. Like I'm like, don't choose your battles. Like I was, oh, I had a, I think I, I don't think I talked about it on the pod, but I had this horrible experience at a pickle stand that where I watched someone hit their head and pass out and no one helped anybody. And a man at this pickle stand yelled at me just a whole thing and I was like ooh, I was like I was ready for that to be my new platform like I was ready to like take down this like this pickle stand is no longer going to function if I have anything to do about it but then I was like do I really want to be in this pickle guy's life for like who knows how fucking long and maybe I didn't see all sides of it I don't know 
there has been a bit of the talking down from the ledge that has been happening in this mutable time because it's just I think with this mutability we don't get to see we don't necessarily know everything and I mm -hmm. think that that is inherently frustrating mm -hmm. but also everyone's feeling that so I don't mean it in a like don't worry about that kind of stuff but in no that's like absolutely annoying and it's when it's something so duh or basic or clear but you're not like dumb because you didn't know that that's yeah. just like who knows i don't you have to clear a cash i would never i would never think of that but ever. it's like lisa said it's much needed it's the point of what's happening you know mm -hmm. it's like yes it's because maybe maybe you wouldn't know that but that's also why you have these kinds of interactions and now i'm gonna go okay i gotta like set i gotta set a calendar reminder in four months from now to clear my cash because it's not a thing i'm gonna remember but it's a thing that just like helps you solve problems faster. And I wouldn't have known had I not asked that question, had I not taken the risk to be annoying and be like, have one of my comedian friends see me tweeting at a brand about customer service on Twitter or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was like all of these things that had to happen, but it also was like, yeah, I don't know, humbling, humbling, but healing and helpful. And ultimately that thing of just like being like, yeah, I don't know everything. I need to know. What do you please help me? Mm -hmm. I need help. <laughs> that, that feels like the the mantra of this retrograde where if, if you just like hands up like a child, go like, someone mm -hmm. help me, please. I bet we, we could figure it out. Like it won't be not for everything and not for a thing that there's obviously like you can do it. But mm -hmm. as for help. Damn. I think with technology, too, we're like it's another space where I think we're moving faster than we kind of know how. Like the the shift to video I think with social media it's become really difficult to like have storage on your phone and sometimes so a friend of mine and I both had this experience because like you do stand up you record your sets a lot and it takes up a lot of space but like you want to listen back to them sometimes or go back for old jokes or whatever um, and like, they'll just start disappearing. Your sets will just start disappearing. And that's because your phone is like over full and it just start, it has to start deleting stuff to keep operating. Um, I think the more we have like all that stuff and we don't know where it's going or we're not like keeping track of like, yeah, you made the TikTok, but did you go back and like delete all the videos you recorded? Or are you like storing all that stuff on your phone twice or whatever? So I think, um, it's important like we we do have a lot of like technological resets and stuff um that come with mercury retrograde those like updates and stuff that go wrong and like it it always takes like some computer tv or phone or something from you so i think it's important to remember to like keep your digital stuff organized too i i don't know i feel like both of these oh, signs yeah. are very organizing mm -hmm. well yes. and i think it's also the like make this is another thing that I have, I hope will continue or I'm going to try to bring with me into the rest of this Mercury retrograde experience. We are at the beginning. We have to do stats, too, before I forget and go off on another tangent. But <laughs> also letting those like. Using whatever time, like doing the thing you didn't have planned, but you I'm sure you have something else you can do with this time. It feels like that where it goes like, oh, OK, maybe you're not going to be able to get what you plan done right away in the order that you thought you were because you have some update that means you can't be on your laptop. But I bet you have TikTok videos you could delete off of your phone to clear up some space to feel like you've like done something to bolster yourself to know that you aren't just like 
not being completely demolished by those setbacks, you know, where you're going like, well, I didn't get that thing done, but I got this thing done. And that feels very Virgo Libra of the, the Libra side of balance and, and kind of making the best and Virgo truly of going like, yeah, you did get added to tomorrow's to-do list. You can still cross it off though. Something's mm-hmm. getting crossed off and that's better than nothing getting crossed off. Mm-hmm. I think like hygiene comes up and not necessarily cleaning yourself, but in that phone hygiene or sleep hygiene or, yeah, I think it's like a good time to, you know, trigger warning, get back on track with maybe something that has felt like it's been a bit off the rails. Like I know for me, cause I started working a new job, I'm usually such a lunch maker and meal prepper and I've just been it's so easy to post. I'm working, so I deserve this. And it's like, yeah, I, I I, think I can absolutely order a meal once in a while, but I don't want to be the person that orders lunch every single day. And I think I'm really ready to have like getting back into a ritual of like, okay, my Sunday night, like I'm going to actually like do grocery shopping. That doesn't feel like it's out of necessity, but out of like leisure and pleasure. And because I like to do those things, I'm like, I have a lot of fucking shit to do in September. And I'm knock on wood very almost thankful it's during mercury retrograde because it does feel like no no no. i have to kind of bolt bolt my doors and do my things uh, leave me alone unless i want to see you and i will make my presence known but i think that that's the benefit of mercury retrograde which of course technical snafus be more and also i have to say this because this happened to me during mercury retrograde 2021 during aquarius in my fucking eighth house which cost me money but don't leave your laptop open overnight with the fucking screen open because updates will happen in your sleep and there's nothing you can do about it. And then they will fuck up your life. So I didn't know that. I never even thought that was a realm of possibilities, but be mindful of leaving even, even it could be something you didn't do. It could be passive fucking things of leaving this open or leaving your thing on the charger too long. So it like overheats or this, like, I think it's just, putting the things away or turning them off and powering them down because I think we're always on. And I think that that Libra Virgo reset too would be a nice of like, yeah, your phone's hot. You should probably mm-hmm. like turn it. It's been on for three years straight. Maybe you should turn it off for 30 fucking minutes of your life. I just saw a thing, a tab I have open of a YouTube video. I've been trying to finish watching since July. <laughs> like so, I'm like girl you need to clear that cash yeah like, you know or book or email to yourself or tr- like you're not or, or just close well, how long it. is a YouTube video <laughs> close it. it's like two hours it's a, I was gonna say is it it's Ken cool Burns? it's no I'm like it's cool it's an astrology lecture or whatever so I'm like it is it, it is good and I just started it at the wrong time I think but uh. Okay. I think too, with like your phone getting hot, when I used to not have air conditioner in my car, my phone would always overheat. And it's like, oh yeah, now I don't know how to get where I'm going to and I can't call anyone. And it's like, you know, a whole thing. But you forget that like, if that's happening to your phone, it's also happening to you. So like, you're also very hot. So like, yeah, let's take a break. Let's calm down. Let's like, you know, get inside somewhere that has air conditioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mercury will station retrograde on the 9th of September at eight degrees of Libra. It will station direct on the 2nd of October at 24 degrees of Virgo, which is why that's when the shadow period started. If you don't know that, Um, I know we talk generally like, oh, two weeks before, two weeks after, but it's technically when, when we reach the degree 
that it will station that Mercury will station direct at is when we see like the first sighting of that degree because we'll pass back and forth over. Um, then we have our retrograde station, then we station direct, and then we have a shadow again until we get to the degree where Mercury stationed retrograde. So we will leave the shadow around October 17th when Mercury reaches once again eight degrees of Libra. Um all this is a signature for all of the Mercury retrogrades of this year of of starting in uh Earth and move or right? Am I right? Starting in Earth starting and moving air. back into air. Starting air to air. Earth. Air to Earth. Air to Earth. Back of okay. Yes, thank you. I was like, I know it's Earth Air, but um, yeah. So I think that thinking back, not necessarily obviously it will you will need to look to your chart where Virgo and Libra are to know what area of life this is occurring, what houses they are in will give us a glimpse into where you might have particular meaning for you but also remember we are all going through mercury retrograde so we are likely to be experiencing uh slowdowns mishaps miscommunications uh and and uh, unexpected turns in any number of areas of our lives uh and so but to be thinking of where maybe the particular lesson and lear learning to add some grace and space in your life, let's look to those Virgo and Libra houses to get a particular idea of what the what we're healing, what we are mm -hmm. working towards, what we are working through, what process we're gaining insight through from this transit. Mm -hmm. um, My brother is getting married during this Mercury retrograde. Don't mm -hmm. worry, I'm not invited. <laughs> That's a story for a Patreon. But I was on the phone with my mom, who's Libra Mercury, and I was like, she's like, she's coming to visit in the shadow phase. We're still, we're recording a little before Mercury retrograde, but in the shadow phase. And she's coming. And I was like, oh, well, when you get back, it's my brother's wedding. And it's Mercury retrograde. She's like, don't say that. And I was like, well, I mean, it, like, it, like, it, 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 it it's is. going to be. <laughs> and she's like, I know, like, well, what do I do? And I was like, well, it's Libra and Virgo. I would think confirming who's responsible for what is going to be well that's a huge theme in a wedding in general but also truly during a mercury retrograde time of libra who i think can get you know if we're shit talking that like no you do it or are you doing it like i don't know like that kind of teeter-totter and then virgo who can take on all the responsibility so i think i think this is going to be an interesting blend of what we expect out of others to do but also people can't and that's, you know, once we get to Scorpio, people can't read your mind too and, and assume and know what you want. So I think, you know, if that means writing things down, keeping receipts, you know, saying like, oh, I, oh, you never told me that. Oh, I, well, I thought I did. Like, no, I did. It's like, no, I thought I did. Well, anyways, I'll tell you this again now. Like, I think it comes back to really staying on the message of what you need to get done and what you expect for other people to get done. Um, so mm -hmm. she was very <laughs> not that stoked to hear about that, but also. I mean, I think double checking when you're doing any major event or travel is crucial, regardless of Mercury retrograde. I was telling her, like, this is probably a great reminder that you're going to just need to do that anyways. So absolutely. Really make sure you're doing it. I think that's like another one of another way of framing everything that happens in this retrograde is like reminder and lesson for sure. Um, yeah, because we have. A repeating Mercury opposition to Jupiter. We have the first one on the 2nd of September um, at six degrees of Libra and Aries, respectively. We have it on the 18th of September uh, when Mercury is retrograded back to four degrees of Libra. And then we have another one after we have stationed direct um, at one degree of Libra 
on the 12th of October. So I think these like high, this kind of like putting a spotlight, blowing out, seeing consequences or seeing the like big picture of whatever habit you're having. So it's, I think that sometimes is like another one where it's like, oh, what a relief. I learned this here and not, I could see how this could get out of hand should this continue do you know what I mean where it's like not Mm -hmm. necessarily something blowing out but going like oh if I would have gone off on that person like that I do need to clear my cash I do need to do that because if you don't here's I could this could have gone so much worse if we didn't have this conversation about whose responsibility it was someone wouldn't have a wedding cake that day or that kind of like oh I'm so glad we got nailed that down um you know that kind of just seeing seeing how far something can go out we also have a uh kazemi sun conjunct mercury right at the beginning of libra season on the 22nd which i feel like is another one of like ha- like can't put could not be hitting you harder on the head with this of like what is it <laughs> that we are meant to be kind of like putting a light on uh mm-hmm. in terms of our own process in terms of how we're finding balance in terms of how we're people pleasing or not people pleasing or whatever like we're we're going to be having uh, a lot of opportunities to like see that, I think. Mm. And then at the end, we have these trines to Pluto, which I feel like is such a wonderful way to signify and represent that we are like healing and transforming. It also can be the opposite and be like, oh, now you are destroying and uh, like amplifying how bad this is. Um, mm. But that's that's the risk that we run with any transit. Yeah, the there's no like, I mean, these oppositions to Jupiter, yes, and then this trying to Pluto. There's nothing major aspect wise that's too alarming. I find at least looking at this Mercury retrograde, besides the Mercury retrograde, obviously itself, which just feels like it gets to kind of be a Mercury retrograde retrograde, especially in a Mercury world sign that we're having this reflection time in. So, yeah, I feel like it all feels very part of the process, if you will, not in that. Oh, it's just God's way of, you know, showing you that Mercury retrograde cares, but it does feel like it's so encouraging, especially, you know, you'll read a lot of Jupiter oppositions being like, this could be watch out for, you know, overpromising or like those big Jupiter things. But I think when Jupiter is so far away, I think of it in that opposite sense of like, if Jupiter was close by Mercury, I feel like that's when we might have a lot of time to, you know, overshare or over promise where this is like, no, 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 like you don't have to like try to impress me. I just need to know what you're actually fucking feeling and thinking and how you're actually moving through this time. Uh, I hate to pro- like promote another podcast, but I'm listening to the listen back podcast of the Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Cluddy from Laguna Beach back to the beach podcast. And it's very interesting to listen to them. You know, I don't know if anyone watched Laguna Beach, but them, you know, he's calling her a slut in Cabo. And then them as 35 year olds being like, wow, if we had only had a very adult discussion before this, I would have known that you were absolutely fine to make out with Sam. That was none of my business. And that was just teenage emotions getting the best of me. But also you're a fucking drunk teenager. So that's just not how you were thinking at the time. And it's interesting to hear this like shame and embarrassment and all this stuff from when you didn't know any better. And then to be like, oh, wow, I actually know better now. That was a horrible time and display of character for myself. I'm so thankful that's not who I am anymore. And I can acknowledge that that was so bad. And here I am. So I I don't know. It's interesting to listen to in terms of 
not even just a TV show listening back. God, cut me the check back to the beach, but not not as much as a TV show looking back, but also even just as like your youth, like as a, as a young of like going from a young person to an adult. It's I just think it's an interesting listen. Yeah. It might be kind of fun for the nostalgic energy. Also, Mercury retrograde. God, I literally need them to write us a check right out. Like that was just too good of an advertisement. <laughs> totally work it over Kristen I know you got that uncommon James money I think well I we used to fall asleep to that in my college dorm room so there's definitely like some nostalgia for me personally um regarding Laguna Beach and stuff but I also think like I'm trying to think back to the Gemini and Taurus one Mercury retrograde earlier in the year because it's Mercury and Venus ruled again so what which mm. this is venus and mercury mm-hmm. yeah um which was in may and like i was just kind of going through my phone and looking at pictures and stuff um and it looks like when we were in mexico julie and i went to a wedding in mexico and i feel like we're doing some of the same stuff now where we're like doing beach days and like water sports and all that kind of stuff so that's kind of an interesting repeat also like some other stuff that came up for me but um i think another thing is like go and like i don't know i like looking through some of the old photos and stuff this is like when i started my um braces or whatever my teeth which like they should be done for this mercury retrograde so it's just i don't know it's kind of interesting like to go back and look at those pictures and be like oh yeah i am doing the same thing but like doing it completely differently i feel like that mercury retrograde it's so funny because i was like doing i feel like i was doing wedding planning stuff or being like thinking about that and being like, I got to get this. I got to get this done before this Mercury retrograde. Um, because after that, it's like done, whatever. And not untrue. I mean, here now here I am having to continue those plans at the yeah. time. Like as I knew or I was like, yeah, because there's not gonna be able to, anything I can do until like this point. And now here it is. This, this point. Now we're here. Q4. You've heard about it. You've heard the lore. Q4. It's just beginning. So how are we gonna how are we gonna sort it out to ride it out? No, September will be, I think, a bit of a strange blip. Yeah. Well, so well, I I mean, and I mean before we wrap up, where's this happening for everybody, for us natal chart wise? Mm. That's my sixth and seventh house, I think. I, sorry, I just got it open. Should be the same though, right? Fifth and sixth for me. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm having this twelfth and first. Okay. I'm having this right, right on the IC. A little strat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straddle yeah. action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's appropriate, and it's like apps so appropriate. It's like, of yeah. course, that's that's where I need it. That's where I need to have it go down. Mm-hmm. I'm like really bad with those two. I think fifth and sixth, they're just fifth not my guys. Well, I have Pluto there, and I think also in the sixth. And I think I'm just, they're just not my, I'm not good with fifth house stuff. I like for Leo season, I was trying really hard to like do more play and childhood, like inner child work and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not me. Like, I just, I don't know. I think I don't think fondly I'm, of my inner child. I'm not like, I don't know. It's hard for me. So I'm, we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe some more games. Get more I, I, I try, you know, I try to play. I try to do all this stuff and I just I don't like it when I get competitive and I don't like not giving it my all either. So there's just weird, weird stuff that comes up for me. We'll see if anything mm. unlocks this Mercury retrograde time. Well, I think all of this is so much about just like um, I forget what podcast I was listening to who was talking about um I think actually it was a combination of two, but it was about like figuring out your process with these things too. I think that's something that is also like, if we're thinking about Virgo and Libra and that balance and that sort of thing where it's like, you have to know where your center is to know how to balance you when you're off kilter. And so to know like, oh, this is what child inner child work does for me. So when I know I have to do it. So when I do it, I need to make sure I am like, balancing myself with all of these other things because I know this like is not my stuff but also we have to all go to the DMV and get our car our oil changed and clear our cash and <laughs> do all of the things like it's not because it's like good for us the same way we have to go to the dentist and all of that but like knowing how to what that brings up for you and how it's like a challenge and so how can you support yourself and um like not avoid it but be a good be a good partner to yourself through those things too thinking of that libra like yeah mm -hmm. and with virgo too yeah like when i swim or something i try to like make myself do like you know four laps where you're not exercising like do at least like you know this where you're relaxing and trying to like have fun and it's like i i have to i guess do that virgo thing of creating a limitation because if i go in and i say i'm just gonna have fun today i'll just like get in and get out but if i'm like if i i can do it for four laps like 100 yards of like fun time but it's like yeah i guess like some of that structure stuff can really help you um yeah. i think like places. rather than like working against the virgo-ness because like virgo fifth house it makes sense that it'd be you know virgo's not typically like woo i'm just tired to have fun it's like no i'd like the structure or the goal or or something to achieve and i've realized that recently on a different kind of earthy house note of like having saturn in my sixth house i'm like i need like things to be like i need that airport waking up feeling of people that are relying on me and that thing i like i will get fined if i don't do go to my exercise class like i need a bit of punishment and structure. Maybe it's like Catholic school rejectness, but I think, I think that that's why advice is so different for everybody. It's like, just have fun. Just like, don't think about it. It's like, it's Virgo. They're absolutely going to think about it. But oh. how do we set up that system of pleasure and reward and also not being too hard on yourself that you're maybe not doing it like how other people are. It's, it's not hitting free in that same way. Cause we can find pleasure in all different sorts of places. Well, Maybe it's it, more garden stuff too, like earthy, naturey, hands in the dirt. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, and I think that thing of like, this is gonna hurt for a second. Like, I gotta, I gotta trim this back, or I gotta like cut your, I gotta cut your nails, or whatever, whatever it is. Those like service thinking of like gardening of pets of like six housey stuff. Not to one to one it, but uh, yeah. No, all of that, all of that makes sense. It's just, I think, again, it's like to be, I think Virgos are very, um, Libra gets more of the kind of like Pollyanna, but I think Virgos are also kind of can be, uh, 
forever optimistic because they can be self-deprecating and they can be like, well, I learned something. I, I'm happy to be the example. I'm happy to make a fool. So you guys can not make a fool of yourself or whatever, you know, thinking of Virgo coming before Libra and then Libra being like, oh, actually I did it perfect. And it's like, yeah, only because you saw Virgo mess up before then. <laughs> like, so, you know, you knew what the wrong answer was or that, that kind of thing. So I don't know. I like I like this energy though. I'm excited for this retrograde. I am too. <laughs> Cut to we're back. Like I know. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, and it it feels like it needs to be said. Be mindful of who you're sending text to and wrong text. I mean, I feel like that's just always it's so easy to do that in non-Mercury retrograde time. So especially with like Libra socialness and that Virgo criticalness, like just maybe just keep your thoughts to yourself for a second so it's time to slow it down a bit slow down double check and be prepared to be gracious with yourself when you inevitably either mess up or uh get frustrated because you don't have all of the information yet because i think that's like the the mercury retrograde thing is that we don't have you don't have all of the information whatever it is it they're either not connecting and so your thing isn't working or you get I don't know the wrong the wrong you're not you get it you get it <laughs> yeah all, all right. right happy mercury retrograde to you see where it's in your chart and we love you bye 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 thanks for listening to what's your sign please subscribe rate and review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts if you love this podcast please support us check us out on patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast the link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast, on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod, and TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo. 